2: you are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hi, everyone. I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm so grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. In this one, I wanted to speak to you guys about codependency and unhealthy INFJ behavior. Perhaps some healthy INFJs do this as well. I know that when I was in the relationship in the past, I definitely displayed a lot of codependency characteristics. Uh, the primary among them was my need for approval from that other person and the fact that I did not have a sense of identity without that other person so that when they left me I completely collapsed and had no idea who I was anymore and had no idea what my personality characteristics were I didn't know what I liked what I disliked, what I wanted to do with my life literally I completely fell apart and then obviously I built myself up again thankfully But this time around, I built myself up without that codependency characteristic so that I know now who I am. If people come into my life, I know who I am. If they leave, I know who I am, because it's not dependent on that other person's arrival or availability or departure. Okay. And so there's a lot of characteristics to codependency in general. Some of the things that you probably heard of, you know, are having having a difficulty or difficult time making decisions in the relationship, you always rely on the other person, be like, no, I don't know, what about you? What do you wanna do? Or, oh, I don't know, let's let's go where you wanna go kind of thing, right? I mean, very common, that's a very easy thing to detect. Not that you don't wanna do that sometimes. Of course, you care about the other person and you want them to make decisions because, or you want them to choose because they're like, yeah, you know, I love them and I want them to be happy. But if you're always given control of your life, basically, because that's what it is, decisions are life, if you're always giving up control of your life or decisions to other person, then when it actually comes to making a decision on your own, you're gonna be like, well, I don't know how to make a decision anymore, because then I haven't made a decision in eons, especially if you've been with this person for a long time, you're gonna think to yourself, I don't know. And I notice that a lot in the people that I hang out with, the girlfriends that I have, or the guy friends sometimes, that when they are on their own, you know, if they're even ordering up a, a meal at a restaurant, they have no idea. It takes them 10, 15 minutes to make a decision on what to eat because they usually don't make a decision on that own, like by themselves. They're usually with their partner, and the partner makes a decision, and they're like, Yeah, I know, that sounds really good. Let's get two of those. Um, and so that's a very basic thing, obviously, but it kind of comes into every part of your life. You know, you can't make a decision about where you're going to live or what you're going to what kind of job you're going to do or what career you should choose because you're so dependent on the other person and you can't decide without them, right? No, that is such a terrible way to live. Another thing is having a very hard time identifying your feelings. Now, in general, INFJs have a very hard time at this. We are feelers, but we also have a hard time identifying what are we feeling exactly. Am I feeling sad right now or am I just taking on the the sadness of the people around me am I feeling happy right now or am I just taking on the exuberance uh, and cheerfulness of the people around me right and so a lot of times INFJs especially if they're unhealthy and young and immature they're gonna be like well I really don't know and so what happens in that kind of relationship in the codependent relationship is that if the other person has a feeling you just take it on upon yourself as your feeling and I noticed this for myself because one of my partners was really depressed and he was unhappy with the way things were going in his life. He felt out of control. He didn't feel like he had any independence or freedom in his life anymore. And so all of those feelings of of in lack of independence and lack of freedom and all of that stuff just kind of transferred over to me and I started feeling all those emotions of depression, even though in general for myself I was happy but then when i'd be around him i had no idea what what i was feeling on my own because i would just take on his feelings and in order to separate myself from those feelings i'd literally have to separate myself from him physically and stay apart from him for a time i like think sometimes week or sometimes sometimes months but that's not how a relationship works so then like it wouldn't work in the long term obviously now i think i might be better at it but in the past i was not another big thing is not commuting, not having a very hard time communicating in the relationship. And this was very big for me as well because I did not know how to tell the person what I needed, what I wanted from the relationship, what I needed and wanted from him. Whatever he gave to me, I took gratefully, thinking, oh my God, at least he's giving me something. Thank thank God for that. I'm not even worthy of this kind of thing, right? But if I needed something, I was like, I wouldn't be able to ask him. Even if it was as simple as, you know, I really need a hug right now, I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling PMSC, can you give me a hug? I could barely even articulate those words. I, wouldn't ha- I would have a very hard time communicating my needs and desires in the, in the relationship. It was absolutely impossible. So much so that, you know, I started resenting the person because I thought that they weren't giving me what I needed, well, I, did, I never told them what I wanted or needed. And so they're not a mind reader and they should not be reading your mind, so then how are they going to figure it out, right? Like, you have to tell the person. Um, So that was a big one for me as well, and it's a big one for codependent INFJs in relationships. And so if you guys are in a relationship with an INFJ who seems like they're displaying these kind of identities, it's pretty much, unfortunately, the way we behave when we don't know. When we are young and immature and we really don't know ourselves yet and we're not strong enough within ourselves to you know, just be ourselves in the relationship. And so then we take on the characteristics like a chameleon of the person in front of us, the person who we're with most of the time, the relationship that we're in, and the person that we hang out with the most. Now, you guys will notice that this codependency is not only with, obviously, partner relationship, like romantic relationships, but you will you might end up being codependent with parents or siblings, things like that as well, if you don't have a partner in your life. And when you're younger, probably a lot of us, and I know I was, very codependent on my parents. Um, and then as time grew on, I was able to you know, wean myself off of that, but it was very difficult, right? And so a lot of you might notice that that also will come up for you. Another thing that happens a lot in a codependent relationship is that we are not able to have We have very poor self-esteem in general when we are younger and we are immature as an INFJ. And so our self-esteem in a relationship completely depends on that other person. So if they love us, we love ourselves. If they hate us or if they're angry with us, we hate ourselves. We're angry with ourselves. If they don't like us anymore and leave us, we're we're completely devastated. We hate ourselves. We can't even look at ourselves in the mirror. We berate ourselves. We want to kill ourselves, things like that. And so... That one is a really difficult one because basically our sense of approval of ourselves, our self-esteem, depends on the sense of approval from another person. And it's so difficult because, you know, people have mood swings. People go up and down and they have their, their own issues to deal with. And perhaps they like you one day. Perhaps they don't like you the other day. Perhaps they like you all the time, but they're not really telling you all the time that they love you. And as an INFJ who's codependent will constantly need to know that the person loves us and we'll constantly ask them do you love us do you love me still do you love me do you love me and that makes us seem really clingy and obsessive and also obviously it's very tiresome and exhausting for the other person because they're constantly having to placate us constantly having to take care of our physical and mental needs And eventually they get tired of it and they leave because they're like, this is just too much. It's too exhausting. And of course, I get it. I mean, I understand. Can you imagine always having to be that role or playing that role for this other person? And if you don't play it anymore and they're completely devastated and they fall apart, it's such, um, it's so traumatic for the other person, I'm sure. And I know it was for the person I was dating as well. That's one of the reasons he left as well, which which is a good thing. Otherwise, I would have never known I was doing that. And so that one is a really important one as well and the last one i'm going to speak about the last thing that we do as codependent INFJs is lacking trust in ourselves it also obviously comes back to the fact that we can't make decisions but in general we lack trust in ourselves and so what happens is that we trust that other person more than we trust ourselves we trust their decisions more than we trust ourselves we trust their ideas more than we trust them trust ourselves we trust their their brain their intelligence their their physical body, whatever it might be, we trust it more than we trust ourselves, and that results in, well, not only obviously a huge low, like low self esteem problem, but also it means that, as I said, if the person leaves you, or if they're not around sometimes because they're not going to be around you all the time, you can have a really hard time doing anything. Basically, you're going to become kind of useless to yourself because you won't be able to make decisions you won't be able to decide on what to eat or what to do or how to live where to live and especially in a breakup situation it completely as I said devastates us we literally are not able to get out of bed because you have no idea how to do things anymore little by little we'll rebuild ourselves and I was able to do that and you obviously have done it as well I'm sure in the past but it's good to know that we, if we have these tendencies, we need to be careful when we do go back into a relationship that we don't allow our sense of identity to, to completely merge with the other person. Because we do that. We you know we kinda let our identity completely merge with that other person. We kinda like become this convoluted ball because we chameleonize and we we, we love that person so much that we're like completely let ourselves go into them that if we do that, we have to be careful because when it comes time to pulling away from them again, we're not going to know who we are anymore, right? And so try not to completely merge with the other person, obviously. Keep your own hobbies, keep your own identity, keep your own things so that you're able to really stay as independent as you can but also obviously be in a relationship. You don't want to be completely codependent, but you don't want to be completely independent either otherwise you're not in a relationship anymore, right? And so you want to find that balance. Of course, it's difficult, easier said than done. But that's the whole process of a relationship. I think you pull and push and pull and push. Eventually perhaps you end up in the middle of the, the equation. Those are some of the things that I've noticed for myself in my previous codependent relationships. Now I haven't been in one in a relationship in a long time. So I don't know how I'd behave right now, but I do know that this is how I behaved in the past and it was devastating for me. And I know that I really do not want to go back into a relationship and behave exactly the same way because it was not fun and it was not, it, it was not the way I want to live my life. Um, and perhaps that's one of the reasons why I'm not in a relationship right now because I'm really being careful with the way I get into relationships again. If you guys have any questions about this there's a lot on the subject obviously I just did a very quick video on it but if you have any questions specific questions about this message me and I shall do a follow-up video and I'd love to hear from you if you've been in these kind of codependent relationships I'd love to hear how it went for you guys and how you pulled yourself out of it or how you were able to find balance in it all of that good stuff again thank you so much for watching for listening and I shall see you guys the next time around bye for now Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50